Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. It's time for some Pirates conversation today. Adam Barry, he's down there live from Bradenton, Florida, Pirate City, as it were. I'm Dave Raymond. Great to be with you. Hey, Adam, I guess the the first question is, you've arrived, uh, you've said your hellos, and I think probably a lot of folks wondering what the status of uh, Jung Ho Gong's uh, knee surgery from the fall is. Like, where is he now? Yeah, he's actually been at Pirate City since December. Um, today was the first time since actually he's, he got hurt that we've spoken to him through uh, interpreter HK Kim. Uh, and everything was pretty positive uh he's been running fielding ground balls throwing hitting in the batting cages down here at pirate city um so that's i mean that's quite a bit of progress from such a serious injury you know he had the, the fractured uh, tibia and the torn meniscus uh, in mid-september on the on the takeout slide by uh, chris Coglin. but everything seems to be going really well which lines right up with all the reports that general manager neil huntington and manager clint hurdle have been giving us uh it's just uh, a little more encouraging, I guess, or a little more real to hear it from from the man himself, especially when he says it in English, which <laughs> he did today. So he's, his English is also coming along well. Really, just everything's going well for Jung Hogan right now. Wow, that's awesome. Um, uh, so, so uh, it, you know, as you get ready to go, or as they get ready to go, I know it's not mandatory yet that, that the players be there, but um, this is a team with, with so many flexible parts, you know, speaking of guys like Gong, who can play around the diamond, and it gives Hurdle all that flexibility to, to move guys around and shake up his lineup on a day-to-day basis. So mm-hmm. that being the case, do you end up with many, uh, you know, position battles per se in the spring training? No. Uh, I was thinking about that today when, when I showed up into the clubhouse. Like, there are really not a lot of issues to resolve in camp. You know, there's some things that they need to – you know, to prove that they can do and, you know, some players who need to work on, you know, new positions or, uh, you know, getting out of slumps from last year, or getting out of the gate faster. But honestly, there's not a lot of position battles to resolve. They have one open spot in the bullpen, um, which has become a little more interesting because it could go to one of the lefties. They just signed to a minor league deal, Eric O'Flaherty or Corey Lupke. Um, there's probably a bench spot up for grabs, depending on whether Jung Ho is ready for opening day. And that could factor into the second base race, uh, depending on 
again, if, if Gong is out, then they'll probably have Harrison at playing third base and potentially Sean Rodriguez or Alan Hansen or Cole Figueroa at second. But, I mean, when that's like your most, you know, uh, intriguing position battle, it's you've got a pretty good thing set up. And I think the Pirates have, have most things in place uh, before spring training even starts. And it's, it's really kind of wild. So, I mean, you think, you know, we, we know spring training is the time to loosen up a little bit, get back in shape for some guys, although in this day and age, guys are always pretty much ready to go. Um, so from Clint Hurdle's standpoint, you know, in terms of, you know, experimenting a little bit, trying to tweak some things while you're down there, I mean, is he just going to, Settle around with the lineup and take a look at what the lineup looks like in different uh, configurations. I mean, what, what is there really? What is there for him to do? Yeah, I'd be curious to see how much he tries to, to mess around with the lineup because he has some some interesting pieces in place. You know, with Gregory Polanco and Starling Marte and Josh Harrison, they're all really good speed guys. Um, so, and I know Hurdle likes speed atop the lineup in front of Andrew McCutcheon. So. You wonder which two of those guys does he put in front of Kutch? Does he leave Marte batting cleanup? Uh, we know which would essentially force Polanco and Harrison into the one and two spots. That'll be interesting to see just what he has to say about that. Um, I think there's actually a really interesting argument to be made that the Pirates might be better off batting the pitcher eighth uh, in some of their lineups, given the way that they've they've talked about you know shorter starts and uh, getting more out of the relievers and long you know, long relievers and stuff like that. Uh, so that's that's something to maybe keep an eye on. But, no, I think for the most part it's just going to be kind of polishing, fine-tuning, and getting ready uh, for a hot start to the season, which is something they've struggled with the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a good point. Get, getting off to the good start would be something refreshing for this team. I wonder what it is, you know, why, why a team would fall into that kind of a pattern and, and what it would take to, to change that. I mean, is, is that something that's openly discussed? Yeah, actually, they talked about that a lot this off season. Was that was one of the things uh, they wanted to get better at? They wanted to get better within their division because they kind of randomly struggled against the Brewers and Reds uh, quite a bit last year. I think they want to improve there, and they definitely want to improve in April because even when they've been good, they haven't been all that great in April, um, and it's mostly been the offense. I mean, last year a large part of that was Andrew McCutcheon who was battling some injury stuff, but. There are just a number of slow starters on the team, you know, guys like Josh Harrison and Jordy Mercer. So I think they're kind of working and looking at, you know, rest patterns and the number of at-bats you need to be game-ready on opening day and stuff like that. Um, whatever they've been doing with the pitching the last couple of years has, has been working fine right out of the gate. But I think they would like to improve their April offense, and you have to start in, in spring training. Yeah, these are these are weird challenges, you know, for a team uh, to try to address. They're kind of hard to, to get your arms around, you know. Right. Yeah. It's not like the traditional camp where you come in and you're like, all right, who's going to be the fifth starter? Who's going to be, you know, the seventh inning reliever? Who's, gonna, you know, who's going to play first base? Like they know these things, and that's a good place to be in organizationally, so where you can kind of, you know, nail down the minutia. Although, you know, starting well is not like a, a small issue, but. It's it's a more specific thing than like who are the players on the opening day roster. So it's kind of a, it's a different camp, uh, different to report on certainly. But it's you know I mean everything's important and especially when they're working on it this time of year. All right, but what what in particular is going to have your attention? What are you, what are you hoping to to get a glimpse of? You, you know, or, or if it's not a position battle, if we're not following the drama of mm-hmm. who's going to get the start at third, uh, you, you know. 
what do you, what do you do to keep yourself interested? What do you look forward to? <laughs> I'll definitely keep an eye on Jung Ho Gong, just with the way his recovery is going and whether opening day is a realistic possibility for him. Um, another one of the things that you want to watch is probably John Jaso at first base. How's his adjustment to that new position going? Because that's going to be pretty important to their overall infield defense, you know, for him to, to make that transition. And I think I'm going to be curious to see how Ray Searage works with uh, some of the new pitchers on staff. You know, there's been such a focus. Uh, really, in a way, they've almost used Searage like a, you know, like a, a factor in, in the way that they acquire pitchers. You know, it's like if for a lot of teams, you'd say, oh, but you get this pitcher in this ballpark and he's going to improve. With the Pirates, it's felt a lot like, yeah, but you get this pitcher with this pitching coach and he's going to improve. So I'm curious to see the work Searage does with guys like John Neese, uh, Ryan Vogelsong, uh, Juan Nicasio, and even some of the returning pitchers like Jeff Locke. I think that'll be sort of a, a spring-long thing to keep an eye on. What what is it with Sirius? What, what do you suppose it is? You know, I mean, with um, with certain guys, you, you, you go back and say, like, well, he, he he taught this one pitch really well, or had this particular mm-hmm. strategic mind. But what is it that Sirius brings? Do you suppose he's really good at communicating with his pitchers, and I I think he he just goes about his he's just really good at his job. As simple as that sounds, like he's really good at identifying mechanical problems. He's really good at identifying, you know, pitch sequence problems, stuff like that. Um, uh, maintaining a really good balance between the positive, you know, reinforcement and then, you know, sort of the, the critical stuff where you do have to repair things. And I think the players have a lot of respect for the way that he sort of suggests that they change things. And for the most part, he doesn't change it right away, which I think is, has been important to the success of a guy like Jay Happ last year. It was the fact that he let Happ come in, do his thing, and then, you know, after a week or so, sort of went to him with some with some suggestions, and they all worked out. I, I think, you know, it's an oversimplification, but he's just really, really good at being a pitching coach. Yeah, well, it sounds like he'd be a good parent, too. <laughs> it sounds like all the things that are necessary to be a good parent. Right. Um, so, what it, I, I have to ask, I mean, what's the weather like? Is it comfy? Are you excited to be down there? I mean, you know, back home? Still a little chilly. It's not bitter cold, but chilly. Right. Uh, According to my wife, it's bitter cold, but (laughs) I think that's also because she's from Florida. Uh, It's good. It's good to be down here. It's warm. It was sunny. There was just a moment where I got on the backfields at Pirate City before the players came out there. It was just the sun was coming down, and it was a a good sign that baseball's back. You know, sunshine and baseball fields. It's good. It means uh, it's baseball season. Yeah, yeah, from the pop of the mitt, nothing like it. Well, Adam, mm-hmm. happy spring training, my friend. Enjoy yourself, and uh, we'll look forward to reading about all those position battles that don't really exist. <laughs> Absolutely, looking forward to it. All right, man, there he goes. Adam Barry, MLB.com Extras, the Pittsburgh Pirates edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 